CM Punk wrestled a few matches over the past year and is a very mean bad man. <laughs> Welcome That's to Tim and Joel. Welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. We're we're gonna call uh, each other and then talk about what what occurred in some rings over the past week ish. Ish. Uh, I got so so. Let me let me start with uh, some some sappiness as as I hear babies in the background. Stupid um, baby. <laughs> right? Who would have one of those? Uh, so, some people found us later in our our podcasting journey uh and a lot of y'all don't actually know that today well actually yesterday uh it was the two-year anniversary of this show and tim and i have been doing this show for now for two years we've been doing tim and joel call in the ring and that's that's wild to think about um and and really like i i'll put it out there like working with tim is is the best like he and i um, we get to talk about this stuff and we get to interact with you guys and, and have fun with, with the chat and with the people who uh, hit us up on, on, on different platforms and say hi at us uh, wrestling shows. Uh, we're going to talk about Greek Town last night. And um, I, I just I, I put over Tim all day long that I, I haven't had a better uh, co-pilot for these things. And I appreciate him. He's my dude. Happy two year anniversary, pal. Oh, thanks. Uh, as you were uh, touting how easy I am to work with and professional I am. I just discovered I'm covered in baby like spit up. Mm. <laughs> That's why you shower. <laughs> I am shower. Time. I did shower. Uh, I just picked up a shirt that had it's, it's got some old weird beef on it. <laughs> did you shower after last night's Greek town show? <laughs> no, I didn't either. <laughs> it was not a good move. I woke up this morning. and was just like, uh, uh. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah. So last night, Tim and I, we were at Greektown Wrestling in Toronto. Uh, they had it at the Ted Reeve Arena, but it wasn't in the arena proper where they ran it two months ago when Bret Hart was the special guest. This time they ran it in what they called the Thunderdome, which, by the way, like is legitimately the bubble. Like, they called the it bubble. the bubble. <laughs> but you know what, Tim? It's where the, the Ted Reeve Thunder play. Which is confusing to me because one would think they would they would play out of the fully decked out permanent structure arena but nope weird bubble so anyway they ran out of the bubble the bubble was it was actually really it, it was a good spot for this particular show mm, it they felt had good eddie like kingston. it really did yeah yeah eddie kingston was in the main event ortiz was there as well serpentico opened up the show uh trey miguel from impact wrestling was there uh rj city wrestled his first match since the pandemic we were there for in his eons. last match yeah him. we saw him and daniel garcia at greek town before the pandemic literally like a week before everything shut down in 2020 we watched him mm -hmm. and red death wrestle in a church basement and then oh, last that a, night that was a, a church basement that lights in our eyes yeah it's pretty great i mean you know yeah, you know that, why that they, last match was wild you, you know why they ran that match or why, why they ran that building right the other church basement was being renovated. No, the other church basement was being used. I shit you not for a Hanukkah party. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> the Danforth Jewish Circle was running an event that night at, so at, a, at a Christian church. Okay, they use it as like a multi-denomination. Oh, it's space. a multi-faith thing. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was like a, a, a united. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's how excited it was to to go and watch uh, Bupender Gujar challenge RJ City returning to Greek Town Wrestling, and then 
RJ City then tore me apart for 20 minutes on camera. Ripped you apart. It was very funny. I have the evidence. It's coming. It's coming. Folks, uh, if you get excited, uh, I spoke to Trey Miguel. I spoke to Serpentico. spoke to Channing Decker, uh, who is the owner and uh, current champion at Greektown Wrestling. And I also spoke to RJ City after the show. Uh, Really, really good conversations, really good chats. Hopefully, they'll see the light of day sooner than later. Uh, and maybe the other interviews that I did back in June, maybe we'll we'll put those up as well. Uh, did those never people. go up? <laughs> those never made it. I, I've spoken to Jeremy. My hard work. All right, that's fine. <laughs> that was uh, those were with uh, Eric Young, Big Joe Doring, uh, Josh Alexander, Sonny Kiss, and did I miss somebody? I think that was it. Joe Doring, just those four. Eric Eric Young, Sonny Kiss, Josh. Josh. Alexander. That's it. It's four. Yeah, yeah. it's just the four. So, so we're averaging about four per uh, per Greek Town show. I yeah. wanted to speak to Eddie Kingston. Uh, it just he's a busy dude at these shows, especially there were a lot of people getting him. Yeah, to to sign their stuff. So, and you know what? So I got I got to put this over. So there were kids. Um, there are tons of kids at Greek Town, and it's it's a they, they, it's a family event for so many. And um, Eddie came out after the show had ended while we were waiting for RJ. Uh, Eddie was like, he didn't have to be there, but he was just hanging out afterwards. Uh, there was a kid and and his dad, um, or yeah, anyway, there was a kid and their dad uh, hanging out afterwards, and um, and 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 Eddie just came back and and signed autographs and spoke to the kid, took photos. Like, it was super gracious. I cannot say a negative right. thing about him. Ortiz as well. Like he was just hanging out. It was just doing his thing. And he, anyone who approached him, totally cool. Just. You know, yeah, regular people nice. hanging out. Eddie really Eddie fun. donated to to a charity that they were running there too. So yeah, I want and I wanted to Twitch, ask Eddie yeah. about that, but unfortunately, because I didn't get a chance to interview him, I couldn't get the the specifics. But he also worked uh, C four in Ottawa, Canada. Mm. They run their Fighting Back show every year, and it's a benefit uh, for cancer research. And they raise a ton of money through that. Normally, New Legacy Inc. who uh, stream on Twitch, they're very popular. They usually do a, a gaming stream for him for for Fighting Back. And uh, then C4 runs the show that does really well. Evil Uno is a big, big proponent of that if you are an AEW fan. Uh, so Evil Uno was on that show. So was Stu Grayson. Uh, show was great. I'm sure it'll show up soon, I think, on IWTV uh, soon. And if you do yeah. IWTV, by the way, use the code uh, Fight Talk. That's Steven Jensen's code. I, I got to put that over because uh, I don't have a code and he does. And it definitely gets all your faces on the professional wrestling and the independent circuit. But yeah, Greek Town itself. Uh, well, first of all, holy crap! We first seven minutes in, and I haven't done the the, the gimmicks. Oh, you know? whoa! Hello, welcome. How you doing, chat? It's good to see you. Leave a thumbs up on this video if you haven't already. Uh, you can leave a comment here after the fact if you're watching us on FightfulOverbooked.com, and you can subscribe to us here on the channel because guess what? We like it when you subscribe to us because we drop content every single day. And also, if you want to leave your super chats. You can support us here at Fightful Overbook with Super Chats. In the YouTube link, it's that little dollar sign to get your question or statement right on the air. Any amount, dollar sign, click it. We'll get you up on the air talking about it. And you can join us in the Discord. There's a link in the description of the video. It's always there. It's evergreen. Any episode of Tim and Joel Call in the Ring that you see, the Discord link is there. We're here. We're, we're clear. We say hello. Let's talk about Greek Town. So we got there. It was hot as hell. 35 degrees Celsius. That's what 90 something for the Americans. Um, when we finally got inside, it was still really hot in there. They hadn't turned on the ventilation. And then the way that this, this, this bubble is structured, Tim, um, you come in, there's kind of an overhang, like a, a, a bathrooms and a min area. And then there is a space where, you know, there's just space upstairs. 
And so I looked yeah, at you with and I was like, the, the refrigeration unit. Yeah. I said, let's go upstairs. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do the interviews up there. there no one's going to be up there and, and it'll just be us. It'll be cool. And uh, it wasn't cool. It was hot as hell, but we got all the he, interviews he up there. Rise. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. T talk to me. What, what did you enjoy about the show? What was good? And then we can dig into the matches. Uh, what was good about the show? The whole first half was like start to finish, just like really, really solid. They had uh, even, even Colby Durst had uh, a little bit of shine with some strange. Uh, he did two matches in a row. He, he beat some guy who came out to uh was something in the way by yes Nirvana, by Nirvana. The, the saddest <laughs> song a man could ever slowly amble out to it was um, Toronto Raven. he was coming out looking like he, Toronto Raven yeah yeah uh tall guy he did all the big man moves and then and then lost um and then some guy who we never got the name of it's true we should have probably he, asked about that. he looked like a stouter uh like Caleb buffer with a K, right caleb with a k yeah, yeah. uh his what, what did he call himself said, on the trunks yeah the trunk said british brawler but then i think that british brawler may just be a brand of trunks so he may have just bought branded trunks i mean that's entirely possible i just i think i have his name here you got it okay finally the mystery will be revealed he, he goes by british brawler no yeah i'm not kidding no you're he's not even british adam hudginson Oh, he uh, his birthplace. He's from Newcastle upon Tyne. He has no Miami. accent whatsoever. No, he doesn't. He's uh, uh, he's a battle arts guy, so he's trained by Santino. Okay. Wow. So okay, so, so you know out. what? It aligns with Santino's gimmick in that he is Italian. <laughs> like... yeah. So this guy is British. British. <laughs> All right, whatever. Anyway, yeah, he, he came, came out. out he, he picked a fight uh ended in a no contest he did pick a fight and then we got into the main show they started the show it was hot it's on fight tv by the way if you go over to fight tv and you search greek town wrestling it's it's there it's five bucks uh, a month and you can get all those shows uh they did two shows this weekend one in london ontario and one in toronto and it was good so uh but really we don't have to go through every single match but i mean no, the, notable the highlights my god serpentico uh who is he wrestling my god aiden, aiden and, prince and aiden and prince yeah aiden who always also, shows out like yeah exactly phenomenal match very very good uh the ortiz trey miguel one amazing yeah uh jody threaten taylor wild was very good uh, a so, little bit of a walk and brawl precursor yeah so so when i i was trying to get uh some time with jody threat and we were talking for the show i was like hey you got some time and she's like no i'm trying to just gotta i gotta put the, the putting the match together da, da, da. and then uh afterwards i was i saw the match and i turned to tim i'm like oh now i understand why they needed that much time they were really yeah. they really went at it it was a very intricate match and they also the walk and brawl stuff uh definitely took some planning because you didn't want anyone getting smacked in the face when they shouldn't be smacked in the face it was good good really good match it was very good Taylor's back at it tonight at Super Kicked, by the way. I noticed. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, new so, venue, I guess. So, okay. Yeah. So we won't get into it here. We talked yeah, about yeah. there. I, I didn't see the, the venue change that you saw. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to be there. I have some other things going on today. Uh, Destiny's also running in Mississauga. It's a big week, by the way, for wrestling fans. Like, if you're in the, the eastern part of Canada between SmackDown on Friday being in Montreal and like the entire weekend being full of wrestling and Raw's on Monday in Toronto. There's a lot going on. It's going to be good stuff. Uh, what else was really good? The, the main event. I mean, Eddie oh, Eddie man. Kingston comes out and he's taking on Channing Decker. I, I turned it to him. I turned to you and I was just like, they're both faces. 
like how are we doing this match and they even said before the match the ring announcer steve is like uh eddie kingston donated x amount to this this charity and the charity is like all for um kids with with disabilities who want to play yeah. hockey and i was just like that's that's wonderful that's amazing uh but he's also the face and so is channing and channing's like community leader channing decker hardcore guy <laughs> but it turned out it didn't matter because the two of them just beat the shit out of each other yeah. and then they you know both these guys etc raise the hand shake the hand at the end it is all very cordial it's a very cordial hardcore match it was actually so in our preview on overbooked for this show uh we talked about the zamboni and we, sure we we talked about how last time channing came out on the zamboni and my favorite thing was like we were like no nah, they're not going to do it again they ran it back, Tim. And they even did. better than that, this was our this was our most famous thing that's ever happened to us. Oh my God. Never thought it would happen. We're just hanging out, you and I, over by the entrance. And someone walks up to us, guy with a big beard, and he's wearing a, a Ted Reeve Arena shirt. And he says, Hey, I listen to you guys. And I was like, Oh, that's great. He's like, Yeah, I listened to your preview of the show. And I'm like, Oh, that's really nice. Thank you. And he's like, Yeah, I was listening to it. And then I, I heard you guys talk about the Zamboni. And then I turned, my son turned to me. It was like, you're talking about you. He's like, so you made me look like a million bucks in front of my son. I was like, that's amazing. That is the best thing I've ever heard. And I can retire now. Yeah. So, he's like, I'm the guy who does the Zamboni. I was like, yeah. Awesome. Yes, you are. No, it was great. I, you know what? For anyone who actually found that preview, uh, not only enjoyable, but also helpful. Thank you. Because that actually mm -hmm. makes it mm -hmm. so much easier for us to to want to do and continue doing if uh, if Channing and the crew over there want us to do it. So it was good stuff. The, the night was fun. You know what? The show started around 6 o'clock p.m. It ended by 9.30. It was good timing. Simple show. We had a good time, man. I got to yeah. put it over. It's a good fun. show. If you want to go watch it, it's on Fight TV. That's all I got. Should we go? Uh, RJ City beat Bupinder Gujarat. Yeah, okay. Did somebody ask? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I just feel like that needed to be said because it feels wrong. <laughs> RJ City, who, by the way, is portraying a baby face, is not. Uh... He, he was playing the role of baby face. He did win via uh, 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 lowering his knee pad and then holding the ropes for the victory. Yeah. <laughs> so. it's, it's good finish. So it's like a flash knee. And then he I mean, listen, Bupinder was out anyway. I don't know what the hell that was. I, I, I he didn't need to grab the ropes. It was just extra leverage at that point. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about the week. So, CM Punk is back. He's back. He's, He's back, back, baby. Bro. Not He's... only does he come back, Kenny Omega's back. Which, by the way, we we talked about that last week on the show. Yeah, we knew that. Everyone knew that was happening. Yeah. It was the that... least surprising surprise the AEW has ever done. Well, that's the AEW way, right? It's just like when Punk was coming back, it was all but confirmed by AEW. They left little nuggets here and there that people yeah, kind yeah, of figured yeah. out, and the next thing Easter you know. Eggs. Exactly. They do the Easter eggs and they come out. I, I mean, I would love it one week if they just kind of faked it and did it like they did with Christian, where it was like, well, we, we had signing where this is huge. Da, da, da. It's Christian. We had we had we had uh, fantasy booked it with MJF uh, coming out. You know, everyone did. And then everyone never, it didn't did. happen. Nothing happened. It was nothing. Just, ever yeah, happened. CM Punk. Then he jumped in the crowd a bunch. Then he broke his foot jumping in the crowd a bunch. Oh, my gosh. We talked about however. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so Punk comes out and he does this promo and uh, he mentions Hangman Adam Page. Seems um, I was like, oh, okay. It's out of Kind of threw us, all, threw us all off. Absolutely. Threw the commentary and, team off, note, note, like very noticeably. 
Yeah. And then Mox comes out and they brawl. Da, da, da. And well, first of all, okay, I got to ask your opinion. So Mox's music hits and Punk is like, I'm going to do snow angels in the ring. And like, everyone's like, haha, that's so funny. But like, do you think that takes away from the the moment itself? Like the seriousness? I, I have a lot of thoughts on everything that was said in that okay. in that promo believe it or not like i, I didn't think it was gonna be i skimmed the headlines i watched dynamite like this morning and i had skimmed the headlines i didn't really know what was going on i saw something about hangman i saw something about colt cabana and punk having beef again which like i don't care it is so silly and funny to me that grown men can care this much about something when we're all gonna die at some point this so let's back stupid. that up hold on i'm gonna back yeah, that yeah. up so right. the colt cabana cm punk stuff has been that's years ago yeah they yeah. never made up from it they, they included oh, lawsuits yeah. which included... what was it again yeah it's, it inv involved lawsuits so that's important yeah. that that's yeah. pretty lasting in terms of gripes it involved health punk's health at the time with wwe and the doctor saying one thing but not really giving him the full you know scope of his health there was there was a whole okay. lot of stuff and then punk went the reason why punk and cabana started their their tip is because the i believe the doctor called them both on to like sued them both because punk had talked about it on colt's podcast this was in 20 uh 2014 it was a thanksgiving thing it was a big big podcast where punk spoke openly about it on colt's podcast and then throughout the the proceedings it felt like punk left colt high and dry uh and they just kind of split apart and there was a whole lot of issues out of that as far oh, as yeah. i can remember it's it been seems years. all real crap also what the doctor sued him for talking about his own health like I don't understand. No, the doctor sued because it was defamation because he was talking shit about the doctor and the way that he was. Well, that's treated. punk being a dipshit. Then like, uh, I don't even want to get into that. It's for not the courts important. to decide. The point is, Colt and and CM Punk had a falling out because of everything that happened with the lawsuits. Okay. And yeah. so the lawsuit, while it may be over, the problems that Punk and Colt have, I, I think it's just more been like we don't want to be around each other, so just don't put us around each other. That's and that was fine. the biggest That's question coming into Punk's debut easy. in AEW. So Colts in yeah, okay. so, Col so Colts in ROH. Arenas anyway, are can... pretty big. You can just different locker rooms. Anyway, <laughs> not when you got to eat together, pal. Schedule eating times. I don't know. It's not hard. <laughs> it's a cruise ship. You're like, dining. Uh, your dining yeah. time is five thirty. Exactly. Do it in waves. I don't know. It's a business. This is all annoying and stupid. <laughs> These are grown men who are. <laughs> despite any legal troubles probably still doing pretty okay financially so i don't really care <laughs> anyway let's talk about the actual comments at hand yeah we start with the yeah the cowboy shit versus coward shit by the way if you watch uh newsworthy <laughs> watch newsworthy with jeremy lambert and i from this from yesterday so we talk about that the headline yeah. we talk about the coward shit and where this whole kind of thing came from and that's from hangman at GalaxyCon talking about how he doesn't really take advice or how he's stubborn and he says i'm a world champion you know i i don't need to take everyone's advice and so at one point punk said something like i have advice for you and it was kind of like a it was between that and the, the the promo that that hangman actually cut while punk was out you know for whatever reason at the time so like this that talk. that's the slight because i was curious there's about a that, whole bunch I had of no slides. idea there's what this slide is stuff. there's a whole bunch of stuff this is so silly i i don't know i i feel i honestly feel like this is just punk actively trying to get a heel turn when he's so popular that he can't actually turn heel um this seems like a way to maybe do that because like he seemed like a douchebag everything he said was 
dumb and like like okay on the balance of like am i an aew stand am i a wwe stand i'm not I, they're both good um but Thank like you. what I'm he said <laughs> no it's, it's stupid i'm not inviting that but what he said was like uh uh the second best kingston like he was saying tell me when i'm lying or whatever and i was like okay well everything you're saying is a subjective statement and you can't it, it, anyway but i get you get hit in the head a lot for your job so again i'll give you a pass as i do for many wrestler comments um he he was like the second best kingston i was like i prefer eddie kingston over kofi kingston sorry um uh third what best was eddie third best eddie which like did you figure out who the uh, who who's the, the second were? eddie i know it eddie Guerrero. oh Umaga was eddie fatu a lot of people you know thought what? it was Eddie Edwards, but he and Punk never shared a lock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I agree with that then. You know, he's probably the third best Eddie in my, was wonderful. my my subjective opinion. Because again, none of it is fact or 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 falsehood. Uh, and then the second best John. Now, I don't know because I wasn't watching when Punk wrestled. It's not John Bradshaw Layfield, is it? Who? No, but it should be. It's John oh, okay. Cena. Oh. Because no, it's a I very John Moxley quite a bit. Much, well, you were, bit so, so let's put it out that you weren't watching at that time, right? You came yeah. back around. Did you come back after the pipe bomb? No, long after. Long, long after. after. Okay. So like, you I didn't start. Bomb oh, for reference, I did not start watching in vigor until we got together because I right. I had slowly kind of drifted off. I, I used to watch like everything. Then around when Punk started his ascent, like I, I just kind of stopped watching because I was in university. And I was doing music and much more focused on other things. Um, and then I just watched the pay-per-views and then I just watched SummerSlam and WrestleMania. And then I just watched WrestleMania. And then there were two or three of those that were so long and bad that I just stopped watching entirely. Um, and then when we start, I started going to local indie shows exclusively because I still liked wrestling. I just didn't like how WWE told stories. Um, and then I started watching again because we started doing this podcast. So I got <laughs> that's when I came back to it. Like, that's it. Uh, so Punk and Cena had a very storied rivalry in WWE that mm -hmm. revolved around Punk's departure or his contract. Yeah, up in yeah WWE, the summer right? of Punk stuff. The summer I of Punk. I've retroactively learned of, but like, right. I regardless, the point was it was John Cena that. Cena yeah, okay. So that one's an easy one for most people. Like, yeah. I was just, I don't know. I knew JBL was kind of also in the main event picture around that time. So I was like, yeah. I think it might have been a little, he might have retired a little before, but anyway, or moved to anyway. commentary. <laughs> Not important. So, okay. I mean, listen, you're, you're, you just said it yourself. Like you're not the guy who goes and looks for, um, all the headlines or, or subscribes to all the I'll newsletters and all that it. stuff. Yeah. You skim it. And that's fine. My, my question to you is like, you're watching this unfold and they're doing like, it's punk and Moxley. It was supposed to be it all out. Now it's not going to be it all out. Cause they're doing it next week in Cleveland. And, right. Did you what? see? Yeah. They, they what the breeze through that. It was supposed to be the, they even mentioned that it was all out and now they're going to do it next week in Cleveland. Uh, what's the all out main event? Because now you got to do mocks. You can't run it twice. You can't. They tried that. They tried it with Christian and, and the, it didn't work. Christian and, and Kenny Omega. What the? F yeah, Mox and CM Punk is, is this. We about to get a screwy match. finish and then a gimmick match? Is this well, we turning into WWE? But that's the thing. You can't, like, you can do it, but why would you do it? 
it's not what their fans would want. I am, I am confused. <laughs> As he should be. I th- no, there's no way that match happens. Period. Like I, I just don't think it's happening. Is it? It's, what Cleveland? Why Cleveland? That's just where they have Mox is from Cincy. <laughs> like I mean, Mox is from yeah. He is Cincinnati. I don't know. Uh, I'm seeing in the chat Thunder Rose and Tony Storm main eventing all out. No, that's how you. That's. The, the way that that AEW books their women's division, that's how you absolutely ruin uh, your your fan base. Unfortunately, I would yeah, like. I don't, I don't also, there's no match. build. There's no build yeah. to Tony. <laughs> like, it just doesn't feel. Chris Stalin like, oh, is injured. Yeah, you earned it. Okay, let's yes. let's do a wrestle. Like it it's not going to be. It's not going to be it. Sorry, pal. And like it'll be. I like Thunder Rosa. We'll see if yeah. Tony can go. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, so the running Punk versus Moxley. Now, a lot of people are thinking, is this the return of MJF coming out of this? If you do that, you can't. Like, how can you do that when... This is bad. This is right, bad. How, how do you run the return of when MJF? Did they, did they announce this at the end fix? of Dynamite? When did this... When Yeah, when, when, when Excalibur goes a mile a minute. <laughs> yeah, just before the main event. They just threw it up on the screen and said, have at it. Yeah, I was too focused. I was kind of walking around, get ready for Kenny's return. I didn't. Yeah. Even the even the commentary, it was a hot shot. It was absolutely a hot shot. Like Fightful Selector had reported, this was not the original plan. Like that was not going to happen. And and listen, there are some people who are wondering, is this maybe Tony reacting to how Paul Levesque has taken the reins in WWE, right? They're not even on the same day. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like what I don't know. I mean it's a very it's a very strange situation. And now the conversation has shifted to is MJF on the return? And I once again reiterate, if you bring MJF back, he can't be a face unless because no, I've no. mentioned this a million times before. Let me finish. They're going to be for all of September. They're gonna be in the tri-states, they're gonna be in, in New York for three out of four weeks in September. And then the fourth week, they're going to be in Philadelphia. Do you bring MJF back and hope that the New York thing gets him over as a baby face? Cause it works in long Island, but I don't know if it's going to work in like Arthur Ashe. <laughs> this is so bananas that like Mike in the chat, Mike M is saying a fatal four way all out punk versus Mox versus page versus MJF is literally kind of the only thing that even comes close to making a little tiny bit of sense because they've screwed up the entire main event. Look at the thumbnail in this video. That's what the thumbnail is. It's those four men. And if you do a fatal four way, what is the, uh, okay, here, so let me add it. So let me add another piece to it. They do this whole like CM Punk versus Mox thing, and then Adam Cole immediately does the eyes emoji on Twitter. If Adam Cole is cleared, do you really want Adam Cole back in it? I yeah, you know what? Like, you know how you could do that. One, okay, say that part of this is like an attempt at the restoration of kayfabe or to play the to blur the lines between like reality and dirt sheet, or like the dirt sheet and the story stuff, like. I'm not discounting that in this case. I really am not because like, I don't know. I feel like if someone feels like just messing with dirt sheets, like, or I call them dirt sheets. I don't know. Like people <laughs> reporting on wrestling, um, wrestling reporters. Yeah. Wrestling reporters. If, if, if they wanted to mess with them, it'd be so easy. And like, yeah. it's fun. 
and it's entertaining and not knowing truth from fiction is a lot more interesting than what wrestling has kind of become where everyone knows everything before it's going to happen. So like, I, I wouldn't put it past punk and Tony Khan to like kind of coordinate something like that along with MJF. Um, so like part of that, like, I don't mind, but I, I also think it would be really interesting if they did this scramble for the championship coming out of this interim situation. Um, if you're going to do it, now's the time, right? To have like, well, you both have a claim to it. Uh, you never even started your reign. You couldn't defend it. Like just, and then have all of these big guys that like, it's hard to book with all these big guys have this scramble for the championship. And like, that would be a, a pretty, like th that would be a very memorable thing. I think if you did it right in the one, two weeks you have to do it, like, Wins all out September. No, first week of September, right? It's first week of September. Yeah, one week to do two, it. Like, yeah, you've got you got basically two, two, two weeks, weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You've got two so, weeks to figure out. And again, this week your match is the interim championship. So whatever happens at the end of that match, they got to set up whatever the all out main event's going to be. It could so, be really interesting. I could tell you that. Like, I'm here's not... the other side of it. They've got the Casino Battle Royal coming back to all out. Mm -hmm. And I said it on Twitter. I just said. You know, who's going to be the, the WWE, the ex-WWE guy who comes in as the Joker in the Casino Battle Royal match that Adam Page is going to win? <laughs> yeah. Because either Hangman's going to win it or they're going to have Eddie and they will do Eddie at All Out, which or, or Eddie at uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium, which, by the way, was a question I was going to ask Eddie about, you know, his Arthur mm. Ashe appearance last year with Homicide because he always wanted to bring Homicide into yeah. uh did I, it's a ladder match, not a whatever. The point is, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's still the point is that the, the winner still gets a, a championship uh, match. Yeah, yeah. Um, the battle. I like the battle royal better than the ladder match, to be honest. Oh, with you. I like the ladder match better. Oh, that's fair. Whatever. It's a subject. It's a subject battle, of our I don't out. like the battle royal because they send them out in groups of like three or four, and I was like, ah. Eh. So that's even more. I could see Hangman winning that that uh, yeah, ladder yeah, yeah. match. So regardless, I I just feel like. Uh, Hangman winning that again. You can do Eddie Kingston and be like the title shot happens at Arthur Ashe, but they haven't clarified that. Um, and and again, what the hell is going to happen at the end of this week's main event? And that's great. We're going to get people absolutely discussing that side of things leading into Dynamite, and that could pop a rating. It will. Like I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm match. very intrigued. I, I will say, like the promo stuff to kick it off enticed me. I liked Mox's. Like I really liked Mox's promo back here. Like the, the the back and forth they had was actually really strong, I thought. Uh, followed by some cute little works punches because neither one of them wanted to put each other like in a dangerous position given the money on the line. Um, but it was good. And then having it as a through thread through dynamite, I thought was good. Like I I'm intrigued. Moving it to next week makes sense in a narrative sense, but from like a reality business perspective is insane. So I'm hoping they have something really clever that this is building towards but i see kate in the chat saying you know they can open up with the championship match honestly if you look at how the ratings have have always looked for AEW, uh probably the smartest thing you could do is open up yeah. with the championship match because it, it always again. starts and then it goes but i would not do a 60 minute draw i tell you that much i wouldn't do oh, another man. draw they've not done again. it before that would be that would be the equivalent of their dq to get out of a situation but like yeah. my god that's a long route to get invested and then I wouldn't put also like a 60 minute draw in on wrestling TV. People generally don't 
watch the entire thing and like get super invested in it. This past week on Impact, for example, they were doing a, a six man elimination match for number one contendership. And I was nervous that I was going to have to talk about a main event that was going to go 60 minutes with six yeah. men and eliminations. And then it turned out that the match was like maybe 20 minutes and it was great. So like it made things so much better. I can't do a 60 minute match on a dynamite. Like I, some people be all over it and they'll love it because they love the ring work. But for me, the storytelling is just, it's not, I, I can't see punk and mox doing 60 minutes on TV. No. And that's the other thing. It like for me. someone saying punk ain't going 60. It's like, that's kind of fair. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, he's not making any excuses for that. Like, I just don't think he's there yet. He just punk, got back. So yeah, people be like, punk ain't doing 60. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> punk wasn't doing 60 when he came back either. So no, uh, God, no, he eased himself into it. We were talking about that, like his progression, like he was yeah. slowly working like harder and harder matches, but he was nowhere near doing 60 straight minutes. Like, yeah um i like yeah i i don't know yeah having mjf get involved could be really really interesting i think it needs uh like you've got tween you've got two tweeners you've got moxley and you've got punk you bring in mjf you have an outright heel you i feel like you need to bring in hangman at that point to balance it out with like a, an overt like goody two shoots like you need something else because if it's if it's just the three of them that feels like a weird match to me like that yep. the dynamics there are really strange that's when you need adam cold baby yeah it, it, honestly and then it's just a, a basically an asshole fest like four assholes beating <laughs> each other they're up in the ring <laughs> that is the thing like again mjf comes out but like nobody people are gonna cheer mjf because they've been like we've been waiting for him to come back yeah. it's finally happening but like from there what do you do with mjf who is like he can be a good he can be a face he can but it just we haven't <laughs> so, seen that would it. be such a sh i don't want that character though it's too good him being a ah oh, yeah i don't know it's watch they're gonna have they're gonna have mox win the match and then immediately it's going to be Cole Cabana comes out and challenges Mox for all outs. That would Punk's be funny. Be like, hell, what the? F <laughs> that that's such a like niche booking. <laughs> like, like, well, listen, this whole thing has been a niche booking because like everyone's wondering, you know, Punk makes a, a reference to Hangman, and everyone's thinking like, what? Oh, that came out of nowhere. And it, then, for me, it did because like I I don't follow all this crap. I didn't know that they at some everyone nerd convention. Everyone by like, I don't know. And so now you've got, you know, you've got TK in the back being like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I have introduced too many strong personalities. Well, that's and I've mentioned this on other shows and I mentioned this elsewhere. Like you can't have, quote unquote, 25 years of booking in a notepad. You know, uh, I've been booking this show since I was 13 years old. That's great. I, I, great. I love that you've been having your own TW. Those are human people with there. thoughts and feelings who have but, changed and evolved over 13 years. Like, now you're dealing with people. Now you're dealing with humans. Now you're dealing with emotions and goals and expectations. Uh, and you have to book based on some of those goals and aspirations. You have to work with these people. This is not the pen in your hand from 15 years ago. It's, And that's the one thing that I will continuously say about Tony. Like he's he comes off as someone who's very passionate about wrestling. who's yeah, someone who obviously cares about this business and that's great. Um, but sometimes when he's booking, I feel like he's booking for not just himself, just to pop himself with the big matches. It's fine. Whatever people like it, but like the long-term storytelling that people are trying to twist themselves into a knot to, uh, to understand it's not because he planned it that way. 
you know sometimes he just kind of stumbled into it and people found explanations yeah when you're drawing on the entire independent wrestling scene in north america like and the world like yeah so what if mjf is what if mjf is the ladder match guy and he and he's the joker I think it's weird if you do it, if you screw up this main event and then have someone win like number one contendership. I ha- I think like they, I think you put that down the road. Like whoever wins that ladder match is a few months when the dust is settled. Like I, I, I really don't, I don't know. I don't see that as a good pathway into this. I don't have an answer. I'm just, yeah. I'm perplexed as to why it's, they decided is, to run that main event next week. It is befuddling, and I, I am, but I am, I am titillated. Uh, it Did is. Did it titillate the juices of your guilty pleasure? Uh, a little bit. I mean, wrestling on the whole is kind of a guilty pleasure. They so were great it, on SmackDown, by the way. Maximum. Oh Elements. man, so good. Nuclear heat, as, yes. as uh, someone pointed. I think it was Lance Storm. We'll talk no, to that. After. I always just attribute everything to Lance Storm because I think he may be the wrestler I like the most on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, it's it's such a weird. I feel like I could talk about this all day because it, it it feels so strange to me, uh, and I can't tell. I can't tell if Punk is full of shit or so genuine because like he's just good at being on the mic. Like the man is very very good at that. Like when he did the disrespect has to be blah 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 that like great line, um, and like he seemed legitimately pissed off. So I, like I, I just I don't I cannot tell. Here's another thing, and Caden like, pointing this out in the chat, and I've talked about this too. It's Eddie and Sammy it all out. Like, they, but here's the problem: Eddie laid out the challenge. They had Sammy uh, on a rampage taping last week. Accept the challenge. They didn't air it. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and they got held back. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I feel like the all out card kind of got blown up recently, and that all the matches that they have announced are just the ones that they've actually announced this past week. They'll make more. I'm sure the acclaimed are going to have the tag title match against Swerve and Lee. Sure, that's fine. Um, and then you have the the trios title final. By the way, I big fan. You have the dynamite side and the rampage side, and you can look at both sides and be like, I got to watch the dynamite side because the rampage side is just the house of black side. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's pretty funny the way you can just see how it's gonna go. But and yeah, I guess the I'm... best friends if you're a best friends guy. But yeah, it feels like Ooh, something. I happened. am a best friends guy. You know what? I I that that sows some doubt in me because I could see the best friends winning the trios titles. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, Caden in the chat saying Goldberg is a free agent. It's time for Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg versus CM Punk. Let's go, baby. I thought he had one more. Um, he says he does. I know what he yeah. really knows. It's the Saudi one, obviously. <laughs> it always is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, listen. There, there was a lot of other stuff that went on on Dynamite. Is there anything you want to talk? About? You want to talk about that trios match with uh, with the Elite re- realigning? Kenny Omega's back with Don Callis, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Shocker. So I guess the Bucks aren't turning face. Or are they? Maybe Don I don't Callis know. I don't know term. who is doing what. I have no idea who plays what role on this show because the stories are kind of thin sometimes. They're doing some good stuff. Like I like, I honestly like the Billy Gunn stuff. That was great. Now they have to do the best friends thing, like you yeah. pointed out, I think, because like they did the, oh, they the zoom the in. I want to do the out. zoom out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to give the, like, the people what they want, and that's the scissors. So by I'm the way, real- by the way. No, Goldberg. Goldberg says he he he's got another. I know that the the yeah the that was a argument. Thing. Yeah, the, I know the prevailing argument is that he's worked the last match. No, Goldberg has said multiple times he still has more, and it's not just I have more in the tank. He's like, I think I have another match. 
So anyway, go back to Kenny and and, and the Bucks and everything. Um, yeah, the match. Oh, all that to say, Goldberg has brain damage. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Um, yeah, Kenny's back. It was no surprise. The intro was good. You know, it's long. The PWI top 500 line made me laugh a little bit um i heard he was, was number 20 yeah it, it, they didn't even specify they just said he's in the top 500 <laughs> i was like that's adorable he's gotta um, justify his place that's all yeah yeah it was good like it was good match was fine no no surprise on the victory it looks like kenny coming back all broken and wearing a shirt was interesting to me i guess they're going to slowly have him like level up until yeah, he goes super saiyan and like gels his hair straight up in the end actually that's probably what's going to happen <laughs> that sounds horrible please don't do that can wrestlers please stop being so into dragon ball z at least don't do it in a way where i see it because like i used to love dragon ball z when i was 12 just get a tattoo and then cover it up when you're working TV. Take Sammy and Tay nice. posted something too. Sammy had her dressed up in like Goku gear. And I was like, what is with these guys, man? Like... Interesting. Uh, can Athena versus Jade just happen? Or yes, absolutely. And I've been saying since yeah. the Madison Rain debut, I said, this is all just getting to Athena versus Jade. Because yeah, we did a weird Madison detour Rain is best because... with Jade. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I guess Madison Rain teaches by being on television with them in the moment, but I don't know. I, yeah, we talked about that. I, yeah. I knew, I understood why they had it, um, why they brought in Madison Rain both as a coach and why they had her do this whole run for a couple of weeks. It was a good way to to get the shine on Jade and make sure that yes, you know, it was. Yeah, but I mean, good, Jade's had nothing but shine. She's dominant. Yeah. Like it's she's over for me anyway. Yeah, no, listen, I I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the women's division is booked well in AEW. I'm not because it's, it's not it's not booked well. Many people talk about it. You and I talk about it every time. And and I I'm gonna say this I say this on the podcast because I ain't saying it on Twitter where people are weird. Uh, if you're Willow Nightingale, uh, start picking up calls from a 203 area or 202 area code, whatever Stanford is, yeah. because I have a feeling that if the second Paul gets a chance, they're he sleep will it on her, absolutely sign her to a full time deal, yeah. and that will cut deep because Tony's just sitting there, just sitting and and yeah. There are certain women who I can guarantee you will be ready to go back or back, not back, but back or go to WWE if given the chance, given what's going on now. Which I still can't get over, honestly. Like, it's nice. Mm -hmm. that, like, okay, it, like, you know, for all of its shortcomings, uh, I'm still really enjoying Dynamite, like, every week. So, like, yeah, the two out of three falls like, match this week, <sighs> so good. Um the jungle boy christian thing is like kind of adorable in like a funny way and like i said i'm really into the gun story like i actually don't mind the gun club i find them entertaining now they've got a bit of a sense of who they are like again i don't feel like stokely needs to be recruiting literally everybody but like you know it's fine yeah it is strange though what they're doing there but but you're right like dynamite this week was was solid it was yeah, a much was better show then I think oh my god, Pox promo, Pox promo. Yeah. Like, I don't give a crap about Will Ospreay and whoever his tag team partners are, Aussie but like open. now I'm looking forward to that match solely on how good that promo was by Pac. Like, yeah, didn't There's... I didn't even know he could talk like that. Like, I've seen him do his brooding like vignettes, but like just him in a mic looking into a camera, damn good. Like, yeah. There, there are, and again, I see the chat is popping off with a bunch of women who are well worth, you know, putting the, the investment into. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
for every time someone says, oh, Ring of Honor, they're going to sign the Ring of Honor and there'll be a developmental deal. Dustin Rhodes is not a developmental talent. No, and, this and a lot of a lot Friday, of those women are beyond developmental kind of presence. Well, so no, like I, I can't I, like everyone's excited for like for Ring of Honor being developed, and I would love to see it. But why would like you had Dustin Rhodes come out on Friday and accept Claudio's challenge, open challenge for the Ring of Honor Championship? If I'm Claudio, I'd be like, no, I, I this is nice, but like I want someone younger. I want up someone comers. Yeah, like you know what? This is gonna sound ridiculous, but like the Zach Clayton thing. As stupid as it was to have him and Hook, you could have had Zach Clayton come out and be like, Claudio, I want the Ring of Honor championship. Oh, that would rustle some jimmies. <laughs> I'm sure it would have. But my point being yeah. that if this is going to be Ring of Honor and it's supposed to be a developmental territory, you bring out people like Zach Clayton. I'm not saying Zach Clayton himself, but you bring out wrestlers who are actually developing and showing promise to wrestle for the Ring of Honor title. It just, to me, it didn't. I understand why they did it. I understand the story yeah. behind uh, the history behind uh, Dustin Rhodes never winning a world title, blah, blah, blah. But, class, but Claudio did. I get it. And the match will be good. But at the end of the day, Ring of Honor is supposedly going to become this this developing territory. You don't have anyone developing there. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I still don't know that that's like the dust is settled and that's solidified. But I yeah. don't know. There's, there's a lot going on, but, but I mean, listen, Dynamite Dynamite was good. Rampage was fine. I turned it off before the Trustbusters match because I just knew the whole match was going to be best friends incapacitate yeah. Parker, and then they wrestle the rest of the match. You yeah. go over here. We're going to throw you into barricades, and then we're going to go wrestle this match. Thank you. Bye. Um, was there anything else? Penelope Ford is back. Big fan. Yes. Glad to yeah. see her back. Uh, Athena, good. of course, they, they picked up the Athena yeah. and Jade thing, so there we go. Uh, Serpentico got his ass beat. Uh <laughs> By, By the uh, way, buddy, he, he and I talked about that in our interview, so I look forward to talking about that. He, he, he we were both right while both making the same points, and that is time is strange. Is a loser while also being a winner. So mm. look forward to that interview with Surf. He was great. Uh, he was hated so him, great. and now we're best friends. Good, good, yeah. good on us. Love that for us. Um, I'm just looking at the the results for. There was the tag team match it was great. Swerve versus uh, Private Party, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, the, 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 that's it. That's it. Oh, you know what? No, I don't, I don't even want to put it. I'm not going to put it out there. So let's 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 move on. Um, we got a little bit of time. We'll talk about. Uh, you want to talk about SmackDown? SmackDown, that crowd, Montreal, holy hell! Yeah, showed out. Ross going to be in Toronto on Monday. We're going to yeah. hopefully be there. Hopefully. Uh, looking we'll forward see. to that. <laughs> I have a I have a, a hard limit on how much I'll spend. From <laughs> although oh, yes. that that I, I will say, it's increased a little bit because Vince I mean, McMahon is gone, and it is different. It is weirdly different than in, in a way that I did not expect at all. I mean, listen, we're probably in a spend like 40 bucks. I think it's probably that's the most. Money. That's my upper before it was 20. Yeah. I told you, I said oh, yeah, on this yeah, podcast, right. $20 was my max limit for raw. I'll, I'll put it up to 40. <laughs> 40. All right. We'll see what we can do. Anyway, uh, listen, SmackDown was, was a solid show. I know that some people were uh, down on it in some ways. I'll tell you this. It, much, had, like, it had its negative moments. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't far from perfect. I mean, listen, Ronda Rousey has now set the record for most arrests in WWE. <laughs> Those costumes were so bad. They went to the least expensive costume house in Montreal to rent those, or they did it last minute and got what they got. Like that was very shout cool. out, shout out to Casey Spinelli, who was the, uh, the, the female <laughs> cop who yeah. was very well done up and everyone kept bringing that up. And I thought that was hilarious. She's a wonderful, wonderful wrestler uh, here in Canada. And also the guy who got uh, his arm broken was, uh, was big Ben. 
who also yeah. does work with Love Wrestling. So Big Ben, yeah. uh, I don't want to say Ortman, but I don't want to mess up his last name. Um, but yeah, Big Ben did it. He he wrote a whole thing on, uh, yeah, Ben Ortman's. Uh, he was just great. Did a great had a great role getting his arm broken by Ronda Rousey. Put over that experience, and uh, and I thought it was really neat. So uh, yeah. good stuff. But yeah, Ronda Ronda gets arrested again. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. No charges pressed again. Not how the law works. Like maybe in some U.S. states, but like anyway. <laughs> why does why does Adam Pierce never press charges? I don't know because they're matters to be settled in the ring, Joel. I guess Toxic Attraction made their debut on the main roster. Good yes, time. yes, because Zoe Starks is injured and Nikita yes. is not medically, medically available. available. <laughs> Which is good job, whoever in the back came up with that is the polite way to say unvaccinated. <laughs> so the one six mafia's uh, Toxic Attraction yeah. is in. That's good. I feel like that's that's the better call. At least give them a little bit of attention on the main roster. They'll lose in the next round. I so so I had some people bring up the fact that like maybe this was always a plan uh to have toxic attraction show. I don't think it was, but also I don't think so. But also was, weird that they wouldn't know uh, that this was gonna happen. Like so that's but I think that was a left hand, right hand thing. I think honest to God, yeah, just I think they booked it like... and then someone was like, Oh shit, did you know that in Canada you're not allowed to come in if you're not vaccinated? Uh yeah. and, and I said it before, I'll say it again. Uh when AEW is here in October. Keep track of who who's normally on TV is not on TV. Take a just not take a list. Medically available. Not medically um, available. There or who has a record because that also impacted honest. But yeah, so so the Usos is the whatever. That's the, that's the yeah. Jeff Hardy thing. We've always yeah, done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, because of the Usos DUI, apparently this is a thing in Canada. Uh, if you have a DUI in the United States, you cannot cross the border into Canada. Not my rules, not in my country, but it's not my rules. I don't know. Um, don't drive drunk. I don't care. I'm not crying for anyone who can't come in. Like, yes. Uh, so, so no Usos. That that sucked. But also, they made the most of it yeah. because Sammy was they did, red they hot did, all night. They did damn good with it. Like they come, yeah. they played it off well. They gave an interesting dynamic to Roman's character, who tactfully uh, embraced Sammy being the only backup he had there that night. So, like, it was it was all very. That was actually weirdly well written. The way it was constructed like it's it's that was new like it, it, before there would be like a a, a a a you know every now and again a good idea would come through but like it's been it's been a lot better lately also no scarlet no uh but they're on raw right scarlet and no they're on smackdown yeah no scarlet no they had a pre-tape they had a pre-tape they got around that one <laughs> once again take note of who's available and who's not <clears throat> anyway Let's talk about Masse and Mansoir oh, and man. Max and Maxine Dupree. Holy shit, that was that was fun. Okay, um, they came, so they come out, they do the thing, and then out, out comes Hit Row, and Hit Row's performing the song that they had. First of all, this was kind of doomed to fail because <laughs> Tim, they they messed up something super <laughs> easy. Yeah, they, they didn't hear the monitors, shit. which like in an arena, all audio sounds like ass. So yeah. like you need to hear it directly and no monitors for them, which like, again, I don't know. There's just some stuff being produced like and it's like, OK, yeah, the rap sucked because it's because of this. Like the actual rap itself could have been good if it was just done correctly. But they 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 screwed them. 
And like, yeah, they should, everyone involved should know better. Like, honestly, I don't I, like even, even the performers should know what they need to do their best. So like, they should have advocated for themselves. Like there's a lot of people here that I just like dropped the ball on that. I, I felt bad. Cause like the idea was actually really good. Yeah. Uh, it was just the execution of it. Like even the rap, like the, the lyrics of it were, were fine. Like it's, it's just for those, for those who maybe don't know what we're talking about. So, um, or maybe for watching a video form. So I'm wearing in-ear monitors, right? They're, they're basically, they're, they're earbuds, they go in and they look like they're hidden. So you can't really tell that I'm here. Tim's wearing them as well. Normally performers are hooked into uh, a system, like a monitoring system where they can hear back the track or hear each other back, whatever it is, so that they can perform. Um, I was looking throughout the entire segment for a hidden anything uh anything and there was nothing no one was no bell packs any, nothing anymore. like they, just, they, they just didn't, didn't have anything they tried to do it with the arena audio which there's almost always an, a delay because what they end up hearing is a reverberation coming from the speakers not the main speaker sound because they're pointed right. at the audience like and you can have the speakers that are above the scoreboard coming down um but that's still it's hard be, it's so yeah, hard because again then the, the sound moves fast but like you know I don't know. And, and again, I don't think there was a problem with the rap itself. I don't. Yeah, I, think I don't. The I don't problem think it was, was the, the delivery got buried with the way that they didn't prepare for it. Did Kendrick play Montreal? He just came through Toronto, and like you know, if they just saw that at the Bell Center, it's a far cry from. <laughs> like, I'll let you look that up. But I'm, but I'm seeing yeah, like yeah. Will Washington pointed out Montreal boots Cena's music video, but. I, I don't I, again times change and like demographics. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that. I think the demographics watching wrestling in general like more. Like I, I think you know, you look at all the intros and stuff. Like hip hop is much is much more embraced. Like yeah, so it was just it was a really strange. I'm I'm giving it a pass mostly because like I enjoyed it for what it was supposed to be. Um, but oh, he didn't I play totally Montreal. Understand where, he just did two nights down. in Toronto. Okay. Uh, talk about that the Intercontinental Championship match or the Intercontinental Championship number one contender match. Fun. Sami Zayn getting a huge ovation. By the way. I know they're not watching, but if you run the WWE on Fox account, please stop saying pop. Please stop using wrestling terms when you're tweeting out. The WWE account said, what an ovation for Sammy. And then the WWE on Fox account was like, that pop for Sammy Zayn. I was like, come on, man. Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm good. nitpicking, but I can do that here. Um, Seamus, Madcap, Moss, Happy Corbin, Ricochet, Sammy Zayn. I figured it was Seamus because they're going to clash the castle. You and I've talked about it. For yeah. Yeah. I mean, weeks. it was the clear, like this is the two European wrestlers. Like that should be the plan. Like having Sammy win here would have been insane. Like, I don't think that's the right call. Like I was just happy that Sammy wasn't pinned. Yeah, exactly. It, like don't have him lose, but like he doesn't need to win because you can't destroy everything just for one guy's hometown that time. Like, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was really good. Uh, interesting. Corbin got like a lot of the booking because he was going to take the pin. So like, it, you know, but also like look at everyone in the match. Corbin has had problems with Ricochet, with Madcap, with Sheamus, with Sammy. It's like, good. It's, like that, everyone hates Corbin is what I'm getting at. So it was good for him because he's a match, douche. But... Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. So it was good stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to uh, like most people, Gunter versus Sheamus. It's going to be a hard hitting match. Both <laughs> men's chests are going to be red. Oh my god! Can you like Sheamus? Man, he's gonna he's gonna be a totally different. He's just gonna look like blood. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, what do we think? Uh, Living Living Shotzi had a good match. It was fine. It was good. It was Shotzi. fine. I, Shotzi getting some time. Some time. <laughs> it's something yeah. like. I think uh, Shotzi reactivated her twitter just to like talk shit and then 
deactivated it, deactivated it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I'll say, because like I, I've been like pretty harsh on Liv's promo game. Better this mm-hmm. week. It was better this yeah. week. Yeah, like much better. So good, good job with that. It's very funny that we were just talking about the whole wrestlers and their obsessions with Dragon Ball. And I just saw a wrestler tweet about going to watch Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> it's literally, I guess there's a new movie. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Apparently yeah. there is. So that's, uh, that's what Sammy, that's what Sammy and Ty's, they, they dressed up for it, which whatever. Gotcha. That's fun. It, they're just having fun. I, I shouldn't be a dick. They're having fun, Michael. Um, I, I should just probably unfollow Sammy and Ty. I, I muted them a long time ago. Yeah, like that's it. This is easy, easily resolved. I'm just being a jerk. Like what you like, everyone. Like Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler coming out kicking Morgan in the face was that was good. That was stuff. very good. They're building this in a way that is is slowly getting me into it. And then the, the main event or the main segment event, main event segment with Roman and Drew. He is the main event after all. It was really good though, and I really like that you pointed out the fact that he had to Roman Reigns had to rely on Sammy because he didn't have Paul Heyman. He didn't have the Usos. He needed some sort of backup. And who did he pick? He picked the only guy he could. And that's the guy who's been trying to get in his ear and kick his, kiss his ass for weeks. Which is why Sammy's he's like, Sammy. come in. And he's like, you know what? You're right. Fuck that yeah. guy. Like, and then yeah. he'll be, he'll go back to that guy and be like, no, nah, I didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all couldn't get past the border. Yeah. Yeah. Border problems. I needed somebody to take that Claymore for me take the bullet that was Sami Zayn, and then Sami's gonna pretend to be like the guy and then he's gonna get the shit kicked out of him and then he'll turn face and it'll be a great match between Sami and roman uh probably at the royal rumble that sounds fun sounds actually that that would be the greatest that, that, that would be a badass. wonderful match yes, holy please, shit give let's me do that, that. yeah and there that's like, that's that's so fresh like that is such a fresh thing if that happens like anyway it's also fresh to leave a thumbs up on this video by the way if you're still watching the freshest the freshest the fresh mimicker Dexter Loomis, by the way, was also arrested on Raw again. So uh, he's trying to catch up with Ronda Rousey at, on the arrest record front. Yeah, That's it, twice it, in it, two weeks for, for Dexter Loomis. It's better than the boogeyman, man, which is what I was so scared for how this was going to turn out. Thank God Triple H is the one in control. They did the uh, the backstage brawl between uh, who was between Theory and Dolph. And then at the end of that brawl, you saw a hand kind of go up in the background and like look like he's holding the door open. And everyone was like, oh, it's the fiend. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that hand. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was very clearly Dexter Loomis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we think the fiend is coming back to Clash of the Castle. What do you think? Why there? I don't know, for the big pop at the end of the show. I think they're waiting for a big moment. And I don't know that the overseas tour is going to be that or needs that. Well, it's not an overseas tour. It's a massive show that they're running. Yeah, it's one show. It's it's yeah. like a middle pay-per-view. It's not. A lot of people are trying to talk themselves into the idea that Drew McIntyre wins because he's in home turf. And that I, the I, Roman thing's gotten stale, which I disagree with, especially after this week. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it just sucks that he has both titles. They've made this so difficult. Because like, I would love, I would honestly love to see Drew win in you know, home turf and get one of the titles off of Roman, but this is for both. And like that, that I don't know that I want to see, like, I'm not, I don't. Yeah. I, I see a lot of people talk about the Roman thing being stale. I don't agree. Like, I, I honestly think he's, he's still killing it every single week. Like, and the fact that he's not there every single week opens up space that is sorely needed for the other titles to get reinvigorated. So yeah, I don't know. 
I guess we'll find out. There's there's definitely um, there's there's reason to split the titles again. Yeah, and there's also reason to keep them together until later on. I just I see the benefit in splitting the titles. I'm just waiting for some sort of direction, and I'm yeah. wondering if maybe the direction's coming because they're waiting on Cody. Yeah, what if Cody comes back at Clash of the Castle? <laughs> it's way too soon for that, but no, it's not. Oh, is it nine months? Yeah, oh, no. Um, I see in the chat they're talking about the the TV fourteen thing. Yes, we we. I listened to the Matt Men podcast with Andrew Zarian too. Uh, it's on hold. They're not uh, they're not doing the TV fourteen thing as quickly as you think. Uh, and then finally, what 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 else? There was something else that happened that was really good. They the Drew versus KO match. Yeah, yeah, the wrestle. <laughs> yeah, the, no, yeah, the whole bunch of words talking about wrestling, and then uh, they have a wrestling match. It's a good match. And finally, uh, it ends with the Usos getting involved. And there was a good use of a DQ on this finish. Mm-hmm. You're going to run KO and Drew again, which is great. You'll know, run oh, it down the line, and it'll be even good. bigger next time. That's going to be good with a proper bill. Yeah. That's right. And this was the good tease for that. And I think this was really well done. The Usos getting involved made perfect sense, considering the Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and the Usos storyline. This was one time where like a DQ finish works for me. It was good stuff. Yeah. I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. that. Like I said, um, used sparingly, it's just a device. It's when it's literally... Multiple times per night, every single week. Like, yeah. So all in all, I mean, listen, a pretty good week, a very confusing week, especially with the punk stuff that took up the basically yeah. forty-five minutes of our time. But wow, it sure did. Well, there's a, there's a lot to talk about, mostly because again, like, kudos to Punk. I can't tell when he's acting and when he's being legitimate, which is good because I can't say that of all wrestlers. I. Listen, the plan the plan wasn't for him to say that shit about Hangman. Nobody expected so, it. And that's the thing. Long. I think well, and it just it it's funny to me because he's like champ shit. And everything that pops into my mind when he says that is him getting his ass kicked in UFC. <laughs> like Did you see that the every Michael... single time in my mind when he talks a big game, I just watch him getting his ass beat when I was all hyped for his debut. <laughs> like... uh, by the way, Caden in the chat, I'm talking about index reforming. Yeah, okay, fine. And, and he got That's the thing cute. from yeah, yeah. They oh, the, the whole thing on yeah, Heatwave. Yeah, yeah. And then by the by the end of Heatwave, uh, we found out that uh, they spoiled the NXT UK <laughs> idol tournament. <laughs> sure, fine. whatever. They they was very obvious they were giving up. Like that's okay. The 20 people who watch NXT UK must have yeah, cared. very upset. Uh, and then other than that, they're going to run a show the afternoon of All Out. Oh no, it's the afternoon of All Out. Yeah, I think so. Whatever. Uh, they're going to do it at NXT when worlds collide show great wonderful it's all branding for the nxt europe show and for nxt global localized champion Braun breaker i was surprised they announced the nxt europe thing i was like oh well, okay i guess yeah sure you're just they work recenter like you're just restructuring the same thing so that makes sense like it's just go for it hey man brexit means they gotta redo everything yeah that, that's true they got kind of screwed there all right. right so now they have to do and also they're working with a german company and they're working with an irish or a, yeah an irish company yeah, yeah so like they they had to they had to realign themselves so works for me to, you've earned exactly. it britain <laughs> i'm sure the 21 people who watch the show afterwards will be very happily uh, yes, invested yes. in the product Re- reinvested yeah <laughs> that's right there I, I said it on twitter i'll say it again there were absolutely people who saw Tyler Bate walk out with that NXT UK championship and think that he has not dropped that title since he won it in 2017. <laughs> the 
that's very funny. Tim, let's get out of here. Where can the people yeah. find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter, Instagram. Spiteful Overbooked. We do stuff every single day. We drop stuff every single day on this channel. Saturdays, Jeremy Lambert and I have started doing Newsworthy, which is a show where we talk about the top five news articles that you may have seen or maybe you didn't see that we want to talk about. It's always a good time. And then, of course, this show here at noon on Sundays and 5 p.m. Eastern, there is Tag Talk with Kylie and Haley. There is so much stuff here. I'm not going to put everything over, but uh, come and hang out with us here at Five Flover Books. I am Atrial Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. We're going to go to Raw on Monday. Is that weird? That's weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird. We'll yeah, see. Bye.